It's time to raise your voice. It's time to be heard. Because everything counts. Everything matters. Good news. Christian values. Alabama's Christian Talk Radio. With Greg Davis. Priority Talk. Hey, hey, and welcome to Priority Talk Radio on this Monday night. It's good to be hanging out with you. My name is Nate Williams. Greg Davis is out traveling, so I'm in the studio with our producer, Stuart. Stuart, how are you doing? I uh, could be doing better, but, you know, get doing all right. Ah, oh, man, we're, we're trying to recover from the weekend. We are trying to recover from the weekend, that, that we are. And so, yeah, it's, uh, let's, uh, talking about the weather one quick bit. Y'all stay warm. Y'all stay warm over these next few nights. Uh, let's see. Uh, it's going to reach 37 tomorrow morning, so it'll be a little cold. Wednesday morning, I think, is going to get down to 31. And then Thursday morning, the low is 32. So, y'all, 37, 31 degrees, and 32 degrees, that's the next few days. So, y'all uh, y'all bundle up. It's... Uh, it's going to get cold out there. But, yeah, it's, it's been great the last few weeks. Uh, man, I've been enjoying it. Uh, enjoying it. Went out to the Coleman Fair this past. I'm trying to think. When was it? I think it was this past Friday. Yep. Went to the Coleman Fair. Had a great time. Had some uh, fried Oreos. Uh, the healthiest things in the world. I know. I know. I feel the judgment. But those fried Oreos were real good. But anyways, had a great time with my wife. And so, yeah, I guess we'll have to address the elephant in the room. Pardon the pun a little bit. Uh, you know, I just I, I get this is not a sports radio show. So it's not going to be about sports the whole time. But here on this show, Priority Talk, we talk about life and we talk about values. And uh, college football is a major part of our lives here in the South. And then when it comes to values, let's just say how you respond to a win or a loss shows a lot about the values that you hold dear. So, Stuart, I'm going to be a coward. I'm going to pass it to you for this first little bit. Um what were your thoughts on the Tennessee-Alabama game? Um, well, I mean, what, what, 17 penalties, most in school history, I believe? Oh, it was ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, look, when you, you, can't, you can't complain too much losing when you play like that. That's losing football right there. And then our defense just played horrendous. I think, I think every time they scored, they scored in just about two minutes or less. So it, they just made it look real easy. They made it look real easy. And, I mean, let's give it up to Tennessee. That offense is incredible. Yeah. So we give it up to, you know, give credit to where credit's due. Um, you know, Bryce Young made play after play. And so give credit to him. There are no moral victories. It's an instant classic. And, and they kind of bugs me. 
me, you know, how every game with Alabama is an instant classic. Oh, oh, if we if Alabama loses, the game's automatically a classic. That's kind of the yes. curse of being an Alabama fan. It's yeah. the most talked about thing the whole weekend if you lose. Absolutely. And then, and then when you win, it's like, oh, of course they won. Yeah, well, yeah. So, huh, what's what's the big deal? But yeah, you would think after I don't know touchdown three, four, five by number was his number eleven Hyatt or something. But that one Tennessee wide receiver, yeah, he had like five, five touchdowns. Like, man, I don't know. When do you go to the double and triple team and just say someone else beat me? I don't know. But uh, but anyway, so yeah, UAB. Uh, UAB beat Charlotte, so uh, there's some good news there. And then what was our other game? Ole Miss-Auburn, was that the other game? Mm -hmm. And so I will say, when I first was watching the game, Auburn, uh, excuse me, Ole Miss jumped out to a huge lead, and I thought it was going to be a a spanking, but then Auburn kind of clawed its way back in there. So they made it a game. They made it a game. So uh, I guess whatever that's worth, Auburn came back, and I think it was – 48 to 34. I stopped watching after the weather delay, so I'm not sure what the final score was. Yeah, so Ole Miss uh, pulled it out, but Auburn put up a fight. Well, anyways, friends, that's enough of sports. Uh, Like I said, we're not a sports talk radio show, but here in the South, the Deep South in Alabama, college football is a major part of our life, and the way you respond to a loss... Y'all, the way you respond to a loss says a lot about your character and your values. And if it's values, we talk about it, right? Good news, Christian values here on this show. And so that's what we will do. And so uh, hopefully y'all, you know, even after a tough loss, wake up the next morning, go worship Jesus, spend time with your church family, put that in the rearview mirror. Our God is good. It's all going to be okay. We know that. And so let's make sure we go worship with our family. Well, friends, we're, we'll now move on to some uh, things in the news, some things going on. 1819 uh, has a quick article on, let's see, uh, I'll, I'll read it. State Treasurer Boozer Retirement systems of Alabama deny using ESG criteria for investments. Now you're like, come on now. You're not an investment show. Why why are you talking about money and investing? Well, I'm not going to tell you what to do with your money. But something you need to be aware of is ESG. What is ESG? How is it being used? It's an acronym. It stands for environmental social governance. And uh, I'll, I'll read some of the article about it. But basically, if corporations use it, you want to steer clear of that as best you can. In my humble opinion, it's just me. Don't come at me. But what it does is its goal is with these these ESG scores that are awarded to corporations. Basically, it's um, it's kind of like a woke policy adherence score. So the woker your corporation is, the better the ESG score that it has. And so it's it's goal is beyond earning a profit for its shareholders, right? So if you're a business, you want to make money for your shareholders. That's how typical investing works. Well, uh, with ESG, the goals are a little different. So the goals are often, uh, let's see, sustainability, some very left-wing 
concepts of being green, being efficient. It's also uh, it has also has to do with various social movements and commitment to diversity, equity, and inclusion. So, for instance, if you have a I don't know a, a board that's filled with let's say one lesbian person, one black person, one transgender person, well, with the ESG score, you might be doing very well because in its eyes, organizations that hand out these scores would say, hey, you're doing very well. Well, uh, just be careful with those things as you invest in BlackRock and Vanguard, State Street, banks such as JP Morgan, Bank of America. They use this score to to, to choose to where they're going to direct their capital. They look at the ESG scores versus just uh, the profit. And so uh, state treasurer Young Boozer insists that the Alabama state treasury does not make investment decisions using ESG criteria. And so that's good. That's good. That's what we want to hear from uh, the state of Alabama. And so uh, something that we want to keep in mind. Uh, but However, Boozer said he couldn't speak for all the money investment by the state. He couldn't speak for, you know, some third party companies if they use ESG and then Alabama is indirectly, uh, indirectly involved somehow. And so uh, the retirement systems of Alabama handles all public employee pensions. And so it's very important. We want to know where the money goes for 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 these things. And so as we have previously previously stated, this is a spokeswoman to 1819 News, where the article comes from. As we have previously stated, RSA does not have an ESG plan or use ESG scoring. RSA will not use its investments to promote social or political agendas. And so we, we love to hear that. Again, this is reported by 1819 News. Let's see if I can find who it is. Uh, will Blakely reports this. And so we're happy to hear that. It, again, we just want you to be aware ESG is very popular. It, it promotes a left-wing agenda, left-wing uh, uh, philosophy, political talking points. And so it, it's like a social credit system. So the more you adhere to woke standards, the better your score is. You could be a terrible company that's not producing a lot of profit. And uh, again, and so ESG doesn't always look at that. It looks at some other things. And so just be aware of ESG and uh, where your money goes with uh, BlackRock and Vanguard and other places. Well, anyways, friends, we'll talk a little bit more about, uh, you know, we've talked about transgenderism recently, you know, something that might make people upset is woman face, the new blackface. That's very prov provocative. People might get mad at me. That's okay. But these are some things in the news we'll talk about on the other side of the break. Y'all don't go anywhere. This is WXJC Radio, FM 101.1, AM 850, Good News, Christian Values. I will be back on the other side of the break. One Point USA is a security company serving churches and businesses in the state of Alabama. Don't wait until something happens to protect your employees and your valuable property. One Point USA's experienced staff understands your security needs and wants to help you before a problem arises. From video surveillance to card access control and commercial security systems, One Point USA has got you covered. Call One Point USA today at 205-701-0191. 
That's 205-701-0191 or visit OnePointUSA.com. That's the number OnePointUSA.com. OnePointUSA. Be secure. Greg Davis here, and I want to remind you of Priority Talk's longest-running advertiser, and that's Today's Family Dentistry, your friendly dental practice conveniently located in downtown Coleman. Make your appointment to see Dr. David Kim, Dr. Key Tan, or Dr. Stephanie Young, along with an experienced and certified team of dental technicians, along with a friendly staff, I might add, who serve both children and adults with a wide range of dental services. That includes general and restorative care, along with the cosmetic enhancements to meet all of your family's dental needs. Today's Family Dentistry accepts Medicaid for children under 21, Blue Cross Blue Shield All Kids, and most commercial insurances. Give them a call today and make your appointment. 256-739-3337. That's Today's Family Dentistry located in downtown Coleman. Call today and make your appointment. 256-739-3337. Today's Family Dentistry in downtown Coleman. Are you listening or just joined us? Guess what? It's time to call Greg at 205-941-1011. Yeah, yeah. Hello, this is Floyd Larson. And you're listening to Priority Talk. Yeah. Oh, it's good. Yeah. And we are back here at Priority Talk Radio. Uh, yeah, I'm your host, Nate Williams. I'm in the studio with Stuart, doing a great job back there, making sure everything's running smoothly. And so in the last section, we talked about ESG and woke investing, and just be careful with that, because it's it's another way that the woke tries to implement policies that we have to follow. It applies a lot of pressure. Like, for instance, if you are a middle to large size company, there could be a time in the future where if you want to, I don't know, if you want to do much of anything, depending on your involvement with the government, they'll look at your board. And if your board does not have on it people of various races, people of various sexual orientations, transgender, you know, this, that, the other, you could get docked for it. You would receive a low ESG score. People would be encouraged to not invest in you. And so we need to fight back against this. Uh, You know, some people already have. I know, I think I read that Louisiana and South Carolina withdrew hundreds of millions of dollars from, I think it was BlackRock because of these woke investment type strategies. And I think Harvard lost, I want to be careful, but Harvard lost, uh, let me click on the article. They lost about $2.3 billion uh, in, in an endowment loss. And part of that, uh, they, they lost uh, $2.3 billion partly because of these left-wing woke climate goals. And so Harvard took a hit. Now, they're not, I don't imagine that they're struggling. They have a lot of money, but uh, that's why you often hear, go woke, 
go broke. And so just just to make y'all aware of that. And so if y'all miss what's being talked about, uh, make sure to listen to our podcast, Priority Talk. It's on all the major podcast carriers, Apple, Spotify, others. Listen in to PriorityTalkRadio.com. Y'all don't have to miss anything. We talk about a lot of good stuff. And uh, yeah, check out WXJCRadio.com and the app. Uh, follow us on social media, the whole the whole caboodle, right? So just make sure you stay up to date with all the goodness. Moving on to our topic uh, for this uh, next part of the hour, the first hour, five to six, glad to have y'all, is woman face the new blackface. Again, so so what is blackface, right? Blackface is when, uh, you know, people who are not black uh, wear certain kinds of makeup to appear a certain kind of way. And it makes a mockery of black people, black culture. Oftentimes they were caricatured and very racist things were done and said. And so you don't want, let's say, white people representing black people. That's kind of the thought behind blackface and why uh, we don't do it these days. Well, what happens in the woke on the left side of the aisle, this is happening with woman face. Women are being represented by uh, by transgenders. You have men who identify as women and then speak for girlhood and motherhood. So this uh, article was written by the Daily Wire. Uh, let's see. It's uh, call. Uh, it's titled "Women Call for Ulta Beauty Boycott." over transgender video discussing girlhood and motherhood. And so uh, reading on, it says makeup supply chain Ulta Beauty was hit with calls for boycott over a company podcast episode of biological male slash transgender influencer slash actor Dylan Mulvaney discussing girlhood and motherhood with host David Lopez, a gender fluid hairdresser. And so going on, this is what Dylan says. I can find love. I know I can still be a performer. I know I can have a family. I want to be a mom one day. And I absolutely can. Mulvaney asserted in a clip of the episode promoted by Ulta. And that's why the narrative still has a long way to go. Because when I was grieving, quote unquote, boy Dylan, I didn't even know those things were accessible to me. There's much shame, so much stigma. I had this idea of trans people, and it was weird because I knew I was trans, yet I had transphobia of myself, the influencer added. And so in response to that, continuing on with the article, women online said they would no longer spend any money on the beauty supply chain, while others called for a boycott from others, too. Uh, One person posted, I really think more women need to wake up to this nonsense. I think too many of us have stayed quiet because we don't want to hurt feelings and are too concerned with being polite. I've had enough. I'm not going to be quiet. Hashtag woman face is disrespectful. Hashtag boycott Ulta. And so if you're a woman out there, you see that all your spaces are being invaded. 
all of your spaces, all the terminology, girlhood, womanhood, uh, you're being reduced to being called a birthing person. Anyone can be a mother. And you know, as women, that's not true. And so if I have any women out there that want to call to talk about this, the number is 205-941-1011. What do y'all think about this? You know, uh, Men invading your space, speaking on behalf of you, men defining what womanhood is, men defining what, you know, what girlhood is like, what are your thoughts on that? And so Ulta was hit with so many back, uh, so much backlash. The company hid dozens of negative uh, hid hid dozens of negative replies. Um, So you'd have a white man in blackface advertise your products then, one person questioned in a now hidden reply. Is that respecting everyone? Because it sure looks like a slap in the face to your primarily female customer customer base to have this insulting caricature of womanhood represents you. I won't shop with you again. And so the article goes on to talk about other things. And so we're, we're heading into a break. So we'll keep talking about this on the other side. But what are y'all's thoughts on this? Uh, where you have, uh, you know, men basically coming into female spaces and saying, hey, what's up? This is how it's going to be. It's happened in sports. You know, it's happened uh, in in hospitals. It's happened now in beauty, makeup care. And so uh, what do y'all think about this? So we'll talk about this on the other side. Y'all don't go anywhere. We have a lot of good stuff. We'll talk about the spiritual components of this that we see in our culture, spiritual warfare. I'll read some of Ephesians chapter 6 for you. Y'all don't go anywhere. Uh, this is Priority Talk Radio. I'm your host, Nate Williams. Y'all check us out online. Check us out through social media at Priority Talk. We will come right back. Don't change the channel. And uh, yeah, we'll keep this conversation going. It's time for gospel singing and fun for all ages on November 5th at the Ryan's Creek Baptist Church Fall Festival. The fun begins at 3 p.m. with a special appearance at 6 from Brian Free and Assurance. What the cross really is. The festival will be held at 24849 County Road, 222 Bremen, Alabama, 35033. Call 601-650-6283 for more information. The UAB football season is in full swing and tickets are on sale now to see your Blazers in action at Protective Stadium. Visit UABsports.com to grab your tickets and stay updated on all of the latest information about upcoming games, great promotions, and deals for the whole family. Single game tickets start at just $20. Grab your seats today at UABsports.com. Don't miss a minute of the action. UAB Blazer football tickets on sale now at UABsports.com. UAB football, win is one. It's time to pick up that phone and call Greg right now at Priority Talk at 205-941-1011. And now, back to Priority Talk with Greg Davis. My life be like... Yeah. My life be like... 
Hey, welcome back to Priority Talk Live here in this first hour from 5 to 6. And then we have a second hour from 6 to 7. So we are on weekdays, uh, Monday through Friday from 5 to 7. It's so good to be with you here today. My name is Nate Williams. Uh, Greg Davis is out traveling. He will be back with us tomorrow with more just good stuff to talk about. I'm in the studio with Stuart. Stuart's doing great as always, helping all of this to run. And so, yeah, we've been talking about um, just some stuff going on in the culture. We talked about woke investing at the beginning of the hour. And then we moved into the question, is woman face the new blackface off of an article by the Daily Wire. And so I'm going to continue to talk about that day, uh, the Daily Wire article. And so here it is, uh, moving on. Conservative author and podcast host Ali Beth Stuckey comments, I want to be a mother one day, and I absolutely can. Those were the words of Dylan. Ali says, no, you cannot. You can buy all the eggs, rent all the wombs, and wear all the makeup you want, but you cannot be a mother, and that's okay. Accept who you are, and don't try to be something you can't. And so that continues with the theme we've talked about tonight, where transgender women or biological men Biological men are playing at womanhood. They're wearing the clothes of women, the makeup that women wear, and they want to act. They want to, uh, like she said, uh, rent wombs, buy eggs, and just do whatever they can to play pretend. And it makes a mockery out of womanhood because to be a woman, it's not just just wearing the clothes like oh I, I wore some clothes i became a woman that's not how any of this works it's it's in your soul it's a part of who you are and, and people in this transgender ideology just cheapen it that's that's what they're doing and like i said is woman face the new thing that we need to you know really appropriately get offended by now when i say offended you know you get all the cries of snowflake this and soft that but there should be things that do offend us that like are actually offensive not you know some small comment that you chose to interpret in a bad way not something like that but when you when we see our women being attacked in this way you know women need to stand up and men too so for the men out there the pastors the youth group leaders the teachers where where are y'all at with this like don't don't let it be okay don't stay quiet and so con continuing on with the article uh, there, there were more parts to this interview that uh, Dylan Mulvaney um, talked about. And so we'll move on to the Barbie pouch. And so uh, let's see. Day 75 of being a girl. Because remember, you can just choose to be a girl if you feel it authentically. Day 75 of being a girl. I've been carrying around tampons and pads for the past two months, but I've never actually opened one up. So let's do it. Woohoo, Mulvaney said. 
I thought the letters stood for small, medium, and large based on the size of your, uh, you know, euphemism here, like Barbie pouch. But after Googling, I found out it's actually the level of your flow. And so, again, someone's just just playing, just playing at being a girl. And so Barbie pouch is a euphemism for another female part. And so uh, uh, someone commented and said, is this what you think girlhood is? You know, just just playing. And, and, and so that's why we need to speak up because this transgender ideology, it's poisonous, it's toxic, it's a mental illness. Uh, and, and so uh, we need to speak out. This is not okay because uh, women are under fire and all the good aspects of womanhood, you know, you think of uh, birthing children to literally allow the next generation of humans to exist, to how wonderful our moms are, our wives are, how, how they just make everything better. You know, I, I honestly will say I think women make this world beautiful and, and worth living. And I think there's a component to that. And so to take that and just say, oh, well, I'm just going to play at it. That's not right. And so uh, there's another article by 1819 News by Craig Monger, just doing a great job. Uh, UAB doctor. So this transitions into the next article I'll talk about. UAB doctor says that a transgender teen, quote unquote, boldly ended her life. And so uh, let's see, a gender health specialist at the University of Alabama at Birmingham, so UAB, appeared on video referring to the suicide of an underage transgender individual as bold. Let's see, it's uh, Marissa Jean Ladinsky, if I'm pronouncing that correctly, uh, so an associate professor of pediatrics at Children's of Alabama and specialist at UAB's LGBTQ plus mental health and wellness clinic recently spoke at the 2022 annual American Academy of Pediatrics conference. And so this uh, transgender uh, individual uh, committed suicide by stepping in front of a semi truck. And that's so sad. We should mourn this. The appropriate response to suicide is mourning the loss of, let's see, 16-year-old, so I'll say child, 16-year-old kid, teenager, however you want to put it. And so this is not something we should celebrate because here's what you do when you say the word bold. When you say the word bold, you're saying for other people to go and do likewise. So, for instance, um, if someone's bold to stop someone breaking into someone's house, it's like, oh, so-and-so was so bold. Or, you know, let's say someone went off to war and did a heroic act. Wow, they're so they have so much courage. Well, what you're saying is other people should go and do likewise. And so what you're seeing with the left, and we'll talk more about this, uh, but what you're seeing with the left is suicides, you know, whether it's uh, done to yourself, whether doctors help you with physician-assisted suicide. Well, it's, it's being celebrated as a good thing because you chose to do it. It's your life. Go do as you please. And, and so you are creating yourself. 
you are creating your own identity. Um, you felt you were being held back. You felt you, you know, w- couldn't be accepted, whatever it may have been. So that suicide, ultimately, it's a bold thing. Wow. As opposed to, man, there's a sickness here, y'all. We need to, to help our teens, those who are suffering from a gender dysphoria, a, a true mental illness. Y'all, how can we help them and love them? We need to do a better job of thinking of, of it this way. And so we have, you know, in Canada, there's a massive movement for physician-assisted suicide, and it's going to come here in the U.S. It's already in parts of this country, I think maybe Oregon and elsewhere, where where to end your life is a good thing because it's your life and it's your choice, whereas we know as Christians, our life is not our own. I don't get to decide when I live and when I die. I leave that to God, you know. And so I think with uh, with various uh, uh, health care options out there to reduce pain and, and things, that that's kind of helped with that because I know end-of-life care is really tough on families. But uh, as a whole, as a culture, we have to celebrate life and defend it. You know, when, when life is cheap, a culture decays and dies and collapses in on itself. You know, we have a life that we can do so much with to help and to serve, to build families, to change communities. And so we but we need to be mentally healthy to go and do those things. But if I'm depressed, if I'm struggling with gender dysphoria and I'm not getting the help that I need, I'm not going to see life that way. I'm going to be like, when is it? when, When does it end? Yeah, I don't see a purpose. I don't see anywhere to go. And so instead of celebrating the suicide of a transgender teenager, we need to mourn and say, we lost a life here. What can we do differently? And so we'll keep up with this story on the other side of the break. But uh, yeah, just some thoughts, y'all. We have some things coming in our culture that we need to be aware of. Y'all don't go anywhere. This is WXJC Radio Priority Talk. I'm your host, Nate Williams. Yeah, we will be back on the other side. Priority Talk. Scale your business with a dedicated team of experts. A marketing vendor focuses on profit. A marketing partner focuses on your business. With Dot Edison, there is no more taking, only serving. Feel great about your marketing with Dot Edison. Call them at 205-332-3728 or go to their website at dotedison.com. This is Greg, and I want you to know about my friend Jeff Harding and Alabama Reliable Roofing. Your local roofing expert since 1998, Alabama Reliable Roofing provides residential and commercial clients with exceptional roofing services. Jeff and his experienced team are well-equipped to provide repairs and installations of shingle and metal roofs. Look, I know the importance of a roof and that it's one of the biggest investments you make in your home, place of business, or church facilities. Alabama Reliable Roofing understands this as well and has the experience to work with your insurance company in case of storm damage. So whether your roof has suffered from storm damage and needs repairs, or it just may be time for a new roof, you need an inspection to determine the next steps. Company owner Jeff Harding is waiting on your phone call and will be personally involved with every job. Call him at 205-369-9630 for a no-obligation conversation and a free estimate. Look at their work on the Alabama Reliable Roofing Facebook page and then call Jeff at 205-369-9630. 
Alabama Reliable Roofing, 205-369-9630. Are you listening or just joined us? Guess what? It's time to call Greg at 205-941-1011. Hi, this is Pastor Erwin Lutzer. I've written a new book entitled No Reason to Hide, Standing for Christ in a Collapsing Culture. And now you are listening to Priority Talk with Greg Davis. Live here at Priority Talk Radio. This is a beautiful Monday night. Like I said at the beginning of the hour, let's see, we're heading towards the end of the first hour, heading towards six o'clock. Y'all, it's going to be cold. The next few mornings, I think it's like 37 degrees, 31 degrees, and 32 degrees. So boom, boom, boom. Y'all make sure to stay warm. Y'all, don't, don't, don't do anything crazy if you can help it, right? So, yeah, here we are, WXJC Radio. I'm your host, Nate Williams. Greg Davis is out traveling, as always, doing some great things, uh, spreading the kingdom wherever he goes. And uh, in the studio with me, I have Stuart. How we doing, Stuart? Doing good, doing good. Good. Uh, Stuart does a great job, as always. And so we've talked about a lot of good stuff in this first hour from 5 to 6. If you've missed it. Don't feel too bad about it. Don't go home. Don't don't let the shame just sit on you. It's okay. We'll get through this together. You know why? We have a podcast you can check out. Let's see. Priority Talk. Yes, that's the name. It's on Apple, Spotify. And so you actually don't have to miss anything. So I know that is just such great news I want to share with you. Y'all follow us on social media. Check out our website at Priority Talk Radio. Radio.com. And yeah, don't miss a thing. So this hour, we've talked about woke investing. And we've talked about transgender ideology. It's war on women. You know, there's a whole cultural war on women and men. And one of these uh, nights coming up, I'll talk about how it's uh, taken its swing at men as well. But that's not the topic for now. We're going to keep talking about transgender ideology. And so there's been a response to Ladinsky's uh, I guess it could be seen that the comment was glorifying the teen suicide, the transgender teen who committed suicide. And Dr. Mason had this to say, glorifying suicide is unprofessional and dangerous. As pediatricians, we've forgotten what we've been taught about childhood development. We've forgotten what we've been taught about suicide prevention. We are ignoring what our colleagues in Sweden and Finland and the United Kingdom have realized. We're concretizing gender ideation. And so there's, uh, y'all, I'm going to share this suicide note with you. It's from 1819 News from this teenager. And so uh, here's what the note says. I've decided I have had enough. I'm never going to transition successfully even when I move out. I'm never going to be happy with the way I look or sound. I'm never going to find a man who loves me. There's no winning. There's no way out. I'm sad enough already. I don't need my life to get any worse. And so I I skipped some lines. But, y'all, it's just you clearly see 
someone hurting. Y'all, you can hear the pain from this teen's voice. And so our first response is not to celebrate, not to say, oh, it's bold. This person was crying out for help. And so so we want to note that. But also, you don't want to go the other way. And this is sometimes the right can go this far and just attack transgender ideology. Bam, bam, bam. Why this? Why that? La, la, la. Hold on. Let's see the person. The person is unhappy with the way that, you know, in this case, he or she. uh, Let's see. um, Let me make sure I have this right. Uh, Alcorn. I'll I'll, I'll say the uh, last name. Uh, Alcorn, uh, a male who identified as female. And so uh, this uh, Alcorn uh, is, is clearly struggling. And so one thing we have to do as Christians before we get into the culture wars, I'm not one of those Christians that will say, oh, there are no culture wars. La, la, la. Nothing to see here. Just go about your day. No, there's a lot of evil out there that we need to be aware of and we need to step up, uh, step up and fight against uh, in a nonviolent way, obviously. But we need to step up and fight against. Yes. But before we do that. We need to get to know the lives of those around us. Alcorn needed someone to talk to. Alcorn needed a friend, a, 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 a good doctor, a good therapist. And uh, he did not feel like he had that. And gender dysphoria was a mental illness that he may have had. Uh, obviously, I'm not a doctor, so I'm not going to diagnose through an article. But uh, just lot, lots of struggles there. And so let's be careful as we go out and we take appropriate stands. You know, the left tends to say, well, whatever, let's just affirm. The right says, let's not affirm, let's stand for values. Uh, we have to make sure we do both in that we, we have relationships that we hold on to. And we love people, we serve them, we listen to them, even if we disagree. While also, uh, you know, standing strong for our values that men are men. Women are women. You can't change between the two no matter how much you would like to. That's that's delusional, and that doesn't help with anything. And, and so I always hold that living in delusion, even if it feels better, is not the way we want to choose to live because it's a lie. And so we want to make sure that we're doing that. And so as we go towards uh, the 6 o'clock hour, I'm going to transition to more of a, you know, that we've seen the spirit spiritual overtones we've seen the spiritual kind of themes weaving in and out but there's a darkness there there's a darkness we have to be aware of and so um particularly as we go towards the end of October, coming up on Halloween I don't know your thoughts on that you'll have some people that will say you know, Halloween's fine, whatever, it's for fun. Then you'll have other people that won't even acknowledge its existence, all of its evil, all the costumes, the the, the treats, the snacks, it's all bad, the trick-or-treating. I don't know where you fall on that because there's a range, but uh, we want to be aware of how darkness moves and darkness moves through normalizing things, whether it's transgender ideology, 
whether it's spiritual forces like witchcraft and occultism, those are not good things. We need, need to, we need to make sure, depending on your media choices, we have certain conversations with our kids when we come across them. But yeah, as we go into the six o'clock hour, the second hour from six to seven, we'll talk more about that and I'll read Ephesians chapter six. But this has been quite the hour. I'm glad that you that you joined with me again. If you're just tuning in, my name's Nate Williams. Greg Davis is out traveling. He'll be back tomorrow. But I also want to hear your thoughts. Y'all, I talk about a lot of things and I think they're good things. Not that they're good in terms of morality. Like I'm not happy to talk about these things, but I think there's a lot of meaty content there that you can have a discussion over. So y'all make sure to call in if you have any thoughts or questions, 205-941-1011. We are live on this Monday night. And so when it comes to transgender ideology, it is complex. It is nuanced. Uh, I don't know how how many of those out there that saw Matt Walsh's documentary, uh, What is a Woman?, But there he kind of unmasks the ideology through a simple question, how there can be a whole system and a structure that just falls apart when you ask for one definition. And no, you don't need to be a biologist to know what a woman is. Uh, You have your eyes, you have your ears, we have science, we have body parts, we have uh, the Bible, we have roles. I know, ooh boy, you talk about gender roles today, you go go and get whacked. And, And so, you know, obviously we need to be careful with how we go about that. But women are women, men are men. I'm not ashamed of that. And so Matt Walsh's documentary, I greatly recommend it. I might do a review of it one of these days. I'm not sure. But just uh, walking through what he does, I'd encourage you to check it out. And so we need to be informed as Christians. We need to be informed in, in two ways. The first way, I think of apologetics and evangelism, how to answer objections, how to answer common talking points, and that's very intellectual. And so I think we need to be ready from that angle. The second angle, I'm going to say it's more pastoral. Friends, we have so many people hurting out there with mental illnesses, or maybe you're not struggling with something, anxiety, depression, gender dysphoria. Maybe you're not struggling with that, but you have a family member you know and you love who is. You have a neighbor, coworker, fellow student, whoever it might be, a dear friend who's struggling with these things, and you're like, what do I do? What do I say? So as Christians, we need to be well-informed and educated on both fronts, to stand for the truth with values, no, do not compromise, have answers. That's the apologetics part, and I, uh, I'm an apologist. I love that. But also, pastorally, we need to be able to listen well and to love well in the midst of a hurting culture. Well, friends, we're going to talk about the spiritual side of things on the other side of this break. Y'all don't go anywhere. This is Priority Talk Radio. We will We'll be right back. Hey, this is Greg, and ever since the first time I visited Israel in 1999, I've encouraged others to also experience the land of the Bible for themselves. I'm wondering if you've ever dreamed of visiting the Holy Land and walking where Jesus walked. If so, why don't you pray about touring Israel with me in the summer of 2023? We will experience a 10-day pilgrimage that will include visiting biblical sites around the Sea of Galilee and actually taking an inspirational boat ride on the same waters that Jesus walked upon. We will also visit the holy sites in the city of Jerusalem, 
including Golgotha and the Garden Tomb. You'll also experience the Dead Sea and many significant Old Testament sites. The Bible will come alive to you like never before. Are you interested at all? Email me, greg at PriorityTalkRadio.com, and I'll share with you much more information about this trip of a lifetime. Email me, greg at PriorityTalkRadio.com, for more information on traveling with me to the Holy Land in summer of 2023. It's time to raise your voice. It's time to be heard. Because everything counts. Everything matters. Good news. Christian values. Alabama's Christian Talk Radio with Greg Davis. Priority Talk. Hey, hey, welcome to Priority Talk Live. I'm your host, Nate Williams. I'm glad you could uh, join, join us if you just did, if you've been with us for a while, glad you're here. And so Greg Davis is out traveling, out uh, going all over Alabama, doing some awesome things. And so uh, in the studio with me is Stuart. Stuart does a wonderful job making sure everything sounds good. Stuart, how are you? Doing fantastic. Man, that's good to hear. Uh, Stuart, are you a warm weather person or a cold weather person? Mm, Typically, I'm a warm weather person. Okay, so how do you feel about stuff dipping to 31 degrees in a couple days? Does not sound too fun. Doesn't sound too fun. So yeah, y'all, the next few days, it's going to get cold at night. So make sure you are staying warm. And so, yeah, we are now in the second hour from six to seven. Uh, And so if you don't know, this show, Priority Talk, Good News, Christian Values, is on weekdays, Monday through Friday, from five to seven p.m. Talking to you about all the good stuff, things going on in culture, biblical values, theology. You know, how as Christians should we live? Should we think? We don't have all the answers for you, but we sure can talk about it. And y'all can let me know what you think on the things we talk about. Or if you want to talk about something else, that can be fair game depending on what it is. So the number is 205-941-1011. And so in the first hour from five to six... We talked about woke investing. We talked about transgender ideology and how, as Christians, we need to be aware, we need to be educated, we need to be loving, balancing grace and truth. And so that's what we need to do. Continuing on, we're going to talk a little bit about spiritual warfare. Now, as I share this article with you, I want to say something. I'm not vouching for all the details. I'm not saying that what this person's going to talk about, and we'll walk through the article together, is 100% true or not at all exaggerated, or maybe it is. I'm not sure. But this can be a springboard to talk about these kind of topics. And so the Christian Post has an article by, uh, uh, let's see... Uh, Jenny Ortega Law, if I'm pronouncing that correctly. And the article is titled, 
ex-Satanist warns against one night stands with the devil, recounts 30 days of torment after finding Christ. And so what this article does is tell the story of evangelist and author John Ramirez, who was once entrenched in the occult and Satanism, and now he's warning Christians to not get entangled in practices that might seem innocent and alluring especially during Halloween, but they're used to uh, open the door to dark forces. And so from the time he was eight years old, Ramirez, who's of Puerto Rican descent, was caught up in a satanic cult introduced by the occult by his father, by his father's family. He delved deeper into these practices and eventually he became a high ranking priest in New York City, specializing witchcraft, spells, curses and astral uh, projection. Ramirez, who says he was demon-possessed for 20 years, takes the work of exposing the darkness seriously. Consumed by this dark world, Ramirez said he specifically targeted Jesus Christ and Christianity, not other religions. No one targets Buddha or Muhammad, he said, because those religions are not seen as a threat to the occult. Uh, the devil's not chasing those things because they're in his backyard anyways. And so there's a quote by Anton Levy, founder of the Church of Satan, where he says in his own words, I want to thank every Christian parent, not Buddha, not Muhammad, none of that. Every Christian parent, I want to thank them that they allow their children to celebrate the devil one night out of the year, which is Halloween, Ramirez said warningly. He's intentionally thanking Christian parents. Thank you for dressing up your kids, changing their identity, sacrificing spiritually. And so John Ramirez is talking about these things. And like I said, I don't know where you fall on Halloween, maybe you're the one that's like, oh, you roll your eyes. It's just, it's good fun. They're going out trick-or-treating, dressing up. What's the harm? Maybe you're on the complete other end. You don't acknowledge it. No dressing up, no candy, no trunk or treat at church. It's all bad. It's all terrible. Don't, don't even give a nod to it. I don't know. I'm not here to draw a line in the sand saying this is what you must do uh, because if scripture doesn't draw a line in the sand, what we need to do is to ask good questions. What glorifies God? What what is healthy to our walk with Christ? And so uh, those are the kind of questions we want to ask. And so with Halloween, I know that can be a hot button topic. And so uh, let's see, we will be taking a call on. We have a caller, Mike. Uh, Mike, you're on the air. Uh, welcome to the show. What do you have for us? Hey, well, thanks for taking my call. Um, well, actually, I'm going to kind of take us back if I may just briefly to the previous hour uh, okay uh on the on this transgender thing and and therein is is the rub are we it, it's like we're accepting that you can do it if we say transgender it's like we're accepting that someone can be transgender and ah okay so, uh and the same thing you know with the homosexuality now they well i you know it's you know that thing, but so I'm just wondering, uh, like homo with homosexuals, the Bible definition or the Bible word is sodomite mm. or sodomy for the act. You know that's uh, that's the one in uh, even in some of the modern translations they yes. use that word, and I don't know you know enough Hebrew or or Greek to know 
you know what the word is in Greek or Hebrew, but but uh, even in some of the uh, more modern translations they use that. Otherwise, they say uh, unnatural or something like that. So then, with transgender, would it you know for men it might be eunuch or you or made a eunuch or something like that. Uh, but I don't know what it would be. What word would would apply to a woman who has that uh, that problem? But but I guess my my big point is that that you know when, when we we might actually want to. I mean, we we would sort of have to use the word transgender, but we may also need to tell people that you know really it's. I, you know, something you know, a, a, a Bible word that would apply for that. Uh, uh, we need to be careful so just, with the terms you know, we use. Yeah, that's that's kind of, and I, I know you, you know, that might be something just to do some research, and we can talk about it some more uh, on future days or something like that. Well, Mike, I really appreciate your call, and I, I do think we need to be careful. And what you do did so well is sometimes when the culture is using a certain uh, terminology, a certain term, and then as Christians, we can just kind of slip into using it as well. And automatically, we're at a disadvantage. We're standing off of Scripture because we're accepting terminology that's not accurate, it's not truthful, and we don't even realize it. So, Mike, right. thank you for the call. I really appreciate that. Please call back. And so, uh, yeah, and so Mike does a great job, and we'll, we'll talk about this briefly before the break. Y'all, language is so important. And so Mike is right when he says there is actually no such thing as a transgender. There's someone who suffers from gender dysphoria, but an actual transgender, someone who has changed their uh, biological sex or their biological gender. And again, uh, the woke will use those terms sometimes interchangeably, sometimes not. But anyways, uh, when it comes to certain things, well... They they put us at a disadvantage because uh, they're they're not natural. They shouldn't be used, and so that is a great point. Uh, we love our callers, and so y'all call in with more thoughts. And this is what I always say: when I'm talking about these things, I don't have all the answers, and I don't promise to get everything right. But I think we can have conversations on this, which benefits everyone. So be careful of your language. And so, uh, yeah, we'll return to our previous topic. Talking about spiritual warfare by John Ramirez on the other side of the break. Y'all, uh, thank you for listening in. This is WXJC Radio Priority Talk. I'm your host, Nate Williams. Do not go anywhere. Priority Talk. One Point USA is a security company serving churches and businesses in the state of Alabama. Don't wait until something happens to protect your employees and your valuable property. One Point USA's experienced staff understands your security needs and wants to help you before a problem arises. From video surveillance to card access control and commercial security systems, One Point USA has got you covered. Call One Point USA today at 205-701-0191. That's 205-701-0191 or visit OnePointUSA.com. That's the number OnePointUSA.com. OnePointUSA. Be secure. Greg Davis here, and I want to remind you of Priority Talk's longest-running advertiser, and that's Today's Family Dentistry, your friendly dental practice conveniently located in downtown Coleman. 
Make your appointment to see Dr. David Kim, Dr. Key Tan, or Dr. Stephanie Young, along with an experienced and certified team of dental technicians, along with a friendly staff, I might add, who serve both children and adults with a wide range of dental services. That includes general and restorative care, along with the cosmetic enhancements to meet all of your family's dental needs. Today's Family Dentistry accepts Medicaid for children under 21, Blue Cross Blue Shield All Kids, and most commercial insurances. Give them a call today and make your appointment, 256-739-3337. That's Today's Family Dentistry located in downtown Coleman. Call today and make your appointment, 256-739-3337. Today's Family Dentistry in downtown Coleman. Are you listening or just joined us? Guess what? It's time to call Greg at 205-941-1011. How's it going? This is Ben Davies from the movie Courageous. You're listening to Priority Talk with Greg Davis, Birmingham's only daily Christian radio talk show. Your love is like radiant diamonds bursting inside. And we are back live here at Priority Talk Radio. I'm your host, Nate Williams. Uh, Greg Davis is out traveling. So I'm in the studio with Stuart having a great time. Uh, we took a call from Mike and uh, had a good conversation off that. And so this is the second hour from six to seven, talking about a lot of good stuff. And so in the first hour, talked about woke investing with the ESG, be careful of it. We talked about transgender ideology. And so so Mike called about, hey, should we even use the word transgender? And so we we discussed that. And then in the last part, we talked a little bit about John Ramirez and his experiences in the cult. And so continuing on with the story from the Christian Post, uh, I'll talk about as w- when he tried to leave the occult, what happened. So when he began to transition away from the occult, he said his experience was horrific. He threw away $100,000. Now, y'all, $100,000 worth of idols in his home, but he was still being tormented. That's a lot of idols. I had all these things in my house. They're despicable, demonic, and abomination. But they had that fear of the devil on you that if you leave the occult, something's going to happen to you. And so Ramirez recalled what he was told. And so when he left and came to Jesus, he was tormented for 30 days nonstop. And so he'd sleep during the day and then he would be attacked at night. And various people involved in his old lifestyle would, uh, let's just say, do some not great things to him from far away, New York City, Miami, Cuba, etc. They would try to use witchcraft to hurt him. And so uh, they, they, you know, and I'm not going to get too graphic, but let's just say he was under constant spiritual attack for 30 days. And then after 30 days, uh, you know, uh, they, they left and uh, he was, uh, I guess, uh, becoming stronger in his faith and uh, various things. And uh, he, you know, he was free. And so the 30 days was used by Jesus, according to Ramirez, used by Jesus to test his faith. Are you really with Jesus? Uh, do you really want to be a Christian? Like, and so it was a test of his faith. And uh, yeah. And so the story is all about, you know, what do you do in this culture 
with all the different thoughts and attitudes on spirituality. So when you look at aspects of Halloween, you really need to be careful, especially with your kids and with you as well. I'm not here to uh, draw, uh, put my foot down and say, oh, man, this movie, that's it. Like, you're not a Christian if you watch this movie. I'm not going to do that. Or, oh, man, your kid's dressed up. Are you even a Christian? Again, not my place. Uh, God is the only one who knows the heart. But as Christians, we need to be wise. We need to be wise with our media selection. Like, are we normalizing things that are very harmful? Uh, there is something to be said for education, because think about it this way. Some people will respond with this, and I give it its full weight. Well, if we're going to sanitize everything and we're going to remove all sin, this, that, the other, we can't read the Bible because the Bible has murder and rape. The Bible has lots of sin and violence and gore. And uh, so should we not read the Bible because it has certain things? And and I do get that. We don't want to shun everything because that's not appropriate we are to be in the world and so necessarily we'll hear things and see things but then we also know our hearts right we know that there's a line somewhere you know i can sometimes i would watch you know for instance if i was uh, when i was younger watching like a horror movie that had spiritual elements I would just get kind of this icky feeling. Have y'all ever had that? This uh, icky kind of, this doesn't feel right. I shouldn't be doing this. Same thing with some music. I'll be listening to some music, la la la, kind of. But then I'll, I'll just feel some kind of way. And I'm like, you know, that that's the Holy Spirit kind of prompting you being like, you really don't need to be listening to that. So maybe y'all have some experiences like that as well. Again, I'm not here to be legalistic. I'm not here to swing the Bible, but we want to be wise and discerning. And so uh, we have a caller that we'll welcome onto the line. Uh, Henry, I'm so glad you called. Uh, thank you for joining us. Uh, what do you have for us, Henry? Oh, uh, I guess we uh, lost that call. Uh, no worries. We will keep on talking. And so, uh, yeah, we'll keep on going. And so as Christians, where is the line? Uh, what, what, what do we do? And so we want to be uh, wise because, remember, we're walking like this tightrope in a way. We, we want to be protective. We want to be safe. We want to keep growing closer to God. Yes. But also... Uh, we're, we're out in the world and there's a lot of good music, good movies, a lot of uh, fun things out there. And we want to be careful that like we take part in the things that we can and we avoid the things that are harmful. I think uh, let's see if I can I can get it. There's a Bible verse I'll read for us, a Bible passage, I should say, from Philippians four. And so we will read about this. Um, but what are some of the things that we should uh really uh, be focused on. So Philippians 4, verses 8 and 9. Finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things. What you have learned and received and heard and seen in me, this would be Paul, not, not me, the radio host, not, not, uh, in, in Paul, practice these things 
and the God of peace will be with you. And so you just look at some of those words, true, honorable, just, pure, lovely, commendable. Let's just look at our media, you know, do do we want to, uh, is that what we could describe our, our music, our movies? Is that the things that we're focused on? And I want to focus on the word think about these things because sometimes in the world we're going to hear a lot of nasty stuff. We're going to see a lot of nasty stuff. And so some of that's unavoidable. I'm not saying, hey, go bury your head in the sand. Uh, go go away into the jungle and just avoid culture. No, we can't do that. But when you are by yourself and you can choose the things that you want to think about, well, what songs play in your head? What movie scenes do you think about when you can choose to meditate on? When you can choose to really just soak in with your thoughts when you are by yourself, what, what do you choose to think about? What's natural? And you will find that those things that just come readily to mind, you know, I'm, I'm looking at some synonyms there with the, with the Greek word for think, evaluate, estimate, look upon, consider. As you're considering the things that, that, you, that you think about, the things in your brain, uh, let's take every captive, every thought captive for Christ, right? And so really this Halloween season, I'm not telling you what you should or shouldn't watch or do, but we just want to glorify God, right? That's the goal. And so, yeah, y'all tell me your thoughts on this. If you want to call in, uh, y'all make sure to do so. This is WXJC Radio Priority Talk. I'm your host, Nate Williams. Don't go anywhere. We We have a lot of good stuff on the other side of the second hour. It's time for gospel singing and fun for all ages on November 5th at the Ryan's Creek Baptist Church Fall Festival. The fun begins at 3 p.m. with a special appearance at 6 from Brian Free and Assurance. The festival will be held at 24849 County Road, 222 Bremen, Alabama, 35033. Call 601-650-6283 for more information. The UAB football season is in full swing and tickets are on sale now to see your Blazers in action at Protective Stadium. Visit UABsports.com to grab your tickets and stay updated on all of the latest information about upcoming games, great promotions, and deals for the whole family. Single game tickets start at just $20. Grab your seats today at UABsports.com. Don't miss a minute of the action. UAB Blazer football tickets on sale now at UABsports.com. UAB football, win is one. And now back to Priority Talk with Greg Davis. My life be like... Be 
And we are back live. This is WXJC Radio Priority Talk. I'm your host, Nate Williams. So it's so good to be with you tonight on this uh, Monday night, beautiful night. In the studio, we have Stuart holding things down. Greg Davis is out traveling. And so we've been talking about a lot of good stuff. And so we had someone uh, call in about, you know, some of the uh, authors of the articles I've been reading. So from 1819, we have uh, Will Blakely and Craig Monger. Uh, Will Blakely uh, wrote the article about, you know, Alabama State Treasurer Boozer Retirement Systems of Alabama Deny Using ESG you know, criteria for investments. So the ESG section of our, uh, I guess, our show tonight, that was written by Will Blakely. And then Craig Monger, I believe, was the author for the transgender uh, ideology article that I read. And so we want to uh, definitely uh, give credit where credit's due. We don't want to, you know, just say, oh, just spout things. We want proper citation. You thought you left school and proper citing of sources? Well, you have not. I will try to do my best there. But those are some of the articles and their authors. Well, anyways, friends, I have a passage from Ephesians chapter 6. So we are in the second hour. And in the second hour from 6 to 7, we've talked a lot about spiritual warfare. There's there's a dark world out there. There's a there's a battle going on that you and I are just not aware of. And so we live in a world of naturalism where people only want to believe that there is just matter out there, atoms and uh, gravity and all those things and everything can be explained through naturalism and materialism. Well, we know as Christians that there's a spiritual world out there as well. We want to be aware of it and uh, discerning, and we want to spend lots of time in prayer. If you're never sure about something, just pray about it and talk about it with your church family. And so I'm going to read Ephesians chapter 6, starting in verse 10. This is the section about the armor of God. Finally, the words of Paul, uh, finally, be strong in the Lord. And in the strength of his might, put on the whole armor of God, that you may be able to stand against the schemes of the devil. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the cosmic powers over this present darkness, against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly places. So I'm just going to pause right there after verse 12. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood. Y'all remember that? In this midterm coming up in the election in 2024, ultimately your battle's not against a political party. It's not. I know certain politicians bug us. We come up with fancy nicknames that are so clever with the people we don't like and we call them, you know, uh, well, I just I won't say some of them, but y'all y'all know y'all know what I'm talking about. Um, you know, I think of you know, let's go, Brandon is one of them, uh, and so uh, we don't wrestle against flesh and blood. We know there are dark forces out there. I'll continue on in verse 13. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day, and having done all, to stand firm. Stand, therefore, having fastened on the belt of truth and having put on the breastplate of righteousness 
and as shoes for your feet, having put on the readiness given by the gospel of peace. In all circumstances, take up the shield of faith with which you can extinguish all the flaming darts of the evil one and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God praying at all times in the spirit with all prayer and supplication to that end keep alert with all perseverance making supplication for all the saints and so that was verses 10 through 18 y'all make sure you saturate your life with prayer y'all on the road right now make sure to make sure to be praying don't close your eyes Uh uh-uh don't do it But make sure y'all are praying. Y'all at home, make sure you're praying wherever you are. You you know, maybe you're listening to this on a podcast later. You're at the gym. You're doing housework. Make sure you're praying. We are a praying people, right? And that honors and glorifies God as worship to him, our king and our creator. And so as we move from spiritual warfare, I want to talk about another topic that's been heavy on my heart. And uh, this is a spiritual battle as well. And that is uh, loneliness. We in this country and really in the West we're lonely. And what brought this up to my attention was uh, there was an article by Christianity Today that says uh, nursing homes still haven't recovered from pandemic loneliness. And so think about it. With all the terrible lockdowns going around that just were so destructive, think about all the people made in the image of God all the people in nursing homes that that suffered through this time. Maybe you were younger. Maybe you went back to work really quickly. Maybe you lived in an area where the lockdowns weren't that bad. Maybe, you know, somehow you had some church interactions depending on where you lived. Y'all, our nursing homes were devastated. There were, I, 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 let's see, in the U.S., Over 200,000 long-term care residents and staff have died from COVID-19. Y'all, that's a lot of people. This is reported by Emily Bells in New York from Christianity Today. Our nursing homes... They, they were they were struggling. And so um, after the pandemic, 76 percent of residents said that they feel lonelier than usual. And 87 percent said they ate alone in their room. So, y'all, 90 percent of our, our elderly in nursing homes ate alone in their room during the day. Y'all just think about it. Maybe you're at the dinner table now or maybe you're heading home to the dinner table Y'all, it's really rough. And some nursing home staff reported that residents had stopped eating. And so isolation, loneliness, it's devastating to people's souls. And so we want to make sure as churches, if you're out there, we want to love as best we can. And so uh, as the general topic of uh, loneliness is what we're talking about now, I use the nursing home story to say, way into that. Uh, 58% of Americans felt lonely in 2021. Uh, 52% of people sometimes or always felt alone in 2019. Let's say, uh, let's see, um, 21% of people say they have no close friends. So one out of every five people out there say they have 
no one close to them. And so let's see. Those are just some really rough numbers. And so what happens is what does loneliness do? Right. So we hear these numbers and, and we hear these stories and they'll break our hearts. But what let, what does loneliness do? Loneliness actually can hurt your physical health and your mental health as well. And so this is an article from Brain and Life. Let's see. By Stacy Colino. Uh, it says loneliness can change the neurochemistry of the brain, turning off the dopamine neurons, which trigger the reward response and causing some degeneration in the brain when the reward response is not activated. So a loneliness induces a chronic low-level inflammatory response where levels of cortisol and other stress hormones may be higher. Uh, what, what else is there? There's more out there. And so inflammation, uh, it causes the, the brain to, uh, I guess, be impacted in a harmful way. There's a, cardiovascular responses. And so loneliness has been implicated in everything from increased risk of hypertension and heart disease to a reduced antibody response to the flu vaccine. And so if you're lonely, you can get sick more easily and remain sick for longer. Loneliness is a form of stress that depresses the immune system. And so, y'all, if a lot of people in the West... And particularly in America, it's hit the UK uh, hard as well. There was actually, a, I think, a position created called the Minister of Loneliness or something like that, if I have that correctly, to address this issue. We are more connected now than we've ever been. You can talk to someone on the other end of the globe in an instant. We have more, I put these in air quotes, Facebook friends, Instagram friends, whatever, Twitter followers than ever before. And... We're lonely. We are lonely. And as we're lonely, we have these harmful physical results. And so as a church, what can we do to meet these needs and form communities and form impactful relationships and to love those around us? I think, y'all, this is quite one. We need to mourn because this is really rough on people. But also, this is an opportunity to share the love of Christ, go into our nursing homes, love the people there, uh, have our community over, invite them into our homes, get out. And I mentioned this comment, I think a week ago, give or take, but spend some more time out on your front porch, wave to some neighbor, say hi. You know, we, there's a lot we can do just off the top of my head. And I think the church is unique uniquely positioned to help heal these wounds and these hurts that are in society now. So many lonely people that hurts our health, that hurts our soul. And we'll talk more about this on the other side of the break. But uh, y'all don't go anywhere because we're going to talk about our relationship with Jesus and loneliness. We're going to read some of the Psalms and we'll close out this night strong. This is heading towards the end of our second hour from six to seven. Y'all don't go anywhere. This is Priority Talk Radio. Radio WXJC. We will be right back. Priority talk. Marketing can be overwhelming. The marketing landscape is full of holes to lose your money. Stop trying to piece your marketing together. Start marketing with a purpose. 
Edison Marketing is your full-service marketing partner. They are your business's outsourced marketing team. Call them at 205-332-3728 or go to their website at .edison.com. This is Greg, and I want you to know about my friend Jeff Harding and Alabama Reliable Roofing. Your local roofing expert since 1998, Alabama Reliable Roofing provides residential and commercial clients with exceptional roofing services. Jeff and his experienced team are well-equipped to provide repairs and installations of shingle and metal roofs. Look, I know the importance of a roof and that it's one of the biggest investments you make in your home, place of business, or church facilities. Alabama Reliable Roofing understands this as well and has the experience to work with your insurance company in case of storm damage. So whether your roof has suffered from storm damage and needs repairs, or it just may be time for a new roof, you need an inspection to determine the next steps. Company owner Jeff Harding is waiting on your phone call and will be personally involved with every job. Call him at 205-369-9630 for a no-obligation conversation and a free estimate. Look at their work on the Alabama Reliable Roofing Facebook page and then call Jeff at 205-369-9630. Alabama Reliable Roofing, 205-369-9630. This is Jeff Myers from Summit Ministries, and you are listening to Greg Davis, Priority Radio. And we are back, heading towards the end of this second hour. Remember, we are on 5 to 7 p.m. weekdays, Monday through Friday. This is Priority Talk Radio. I'm your host, Nate Williams. It's been a great night. And uh, yes, Stuart's been in the studio. Greg Davis is out traveling. He'll be back with us tomorrow. So I'm just going to finish up talking a little bit about loneliness and, you know, some things we can do to help. You know, uh, one of the things that makes loneliness worse is social media. And at first you're like, well, why? Why would social media make loneliness work? And the reason is because... Well, really, it's like eating potato chips. Take a good, well-balanced meal and replace it all with potato chips. You're going to feel pretty bad, right? Well, that's what we've done with social media. You know, we no longer are a part of bowling leagues. We don't go to church in the same numbers that we used to. We don't volunteer at this, that, the other as much as we used to. And so look at all this community interaction that we used to have. And we replaced it with social media. And so we don't see our friends face to face. And COVID was so rough with this. It wasn't great. And so looking at an article by Psychology Today, and what it says is that these interactions that we now have through the Internet are just not as emotionally satisfying. And so we've replaced our social diet with, uh, I guess, fast food or, or, or chips, however you want to put it. And then we wonder why it doesn't leave us like full. And so we want to be careful with our social media usage. But uh, moving on from that, another thing with loneliness, uh, I'm going to talk about a few things. One is if you are lonely right now, like, I am so sorry that that is rough. Now, I don't I don't mean lonely as in like a one-off thing. If you describe yourself as a generally lonely person, my heart goes out to you. 
And I think of a, a psalm. Let's see. Uh, here's a couple verses of a psalm. Uh, well, I'll read. I'll read one. Why are you cast down, O my soul? And why are you in turmoil within me? Hope in God, for I shall again praise Him, my salvation and my God. So for those of you who are lonely, I would encourage you to dig deeper into the word. I would encourage you to to dig deeper into your faith and just know that God has a purpose and a plan for you and that it's going to be okay. This is a tough season of life. I don't know why you're lonely and what you're going through, but I do know that Jesus was lonely on that cross when, you know, people had abandoned him. He was lonely being uh, taken into to jail when his disciples fled, but ultimately he was obeying his father's will. And my encouragement for you would be to to keep loving to keep serving, to pray without ceasing, you know, and, and find those community groups, reach out to a church and, and to find people to, to talk to. And don't don't go through this alone. Don't don't tough it out being like, man, I got this. It'll be OK. Loneliness is is a killer. And we read some of the statistics and it, I, I believe it lowers our, uh, you know, our the now I can't speak English, The uh, our lifespan. There we go. That's the word I was looking for. And lonely, loneliness is not a good thing. And so Dietrich Bonhoeffer wrote in his book, Life Together, that you need to learn to be able to live in community and you need to learn to, to live by yourself. And so there is a balance we want to strike that sometimes loneliness, it's okay in small amounts because uh, I, I talked about this a little bit a long time ago. Uh, Loneliness is a little glimpse of heaven because you see that, man, this home that we have now, this earthly home, it's not our heavenly home. It's not where we're supposed to ultimately be. So loneliness in small amounts can actually make us appreciate and love God more because we know ultimately we're striving for a place where God knows us fully, where we live in full communion with him, a perfect relationship. There's no more crying, no more pain. We look forward to an eternal home where where we get to be with Jesus forever. And when we're lonely for small amounts of time, I'm not saying it's like a great thing to always be lonely. Use that to deepen your walk with God. Because sometimes as Christians, we get so attached to this world. We get so attached to our routine that we miss the hand of God in all this world and all the wonderful things he's done. And so make sure to to use those moments to really hold on to Jesus. You know, I think of that image of the cross that that we see Jesus who, who died for our sins, who came down to earth, lived the perfect life that we couldn't. So that we could trust and hope in him alone, believe in him. You know, we think of the gospel story, y'all. We live in a hurting world. So let's make sure to do the earthly things we need to do. I don't want to minimize that. If you need to go go to see a counselor, go see a counselor. If you need to go find a hobby, go go be a part of a local church, go do those things. But friends, let's not just keep it there because those are just band-aids on the wound. 
ultimately our problem is sin. And what does sin do? Our sin disconnects us from God. And so we hold to the gospel because we know that even though, you know, we live in tough times and we're coming up on some midterms where a lot of people are going to get mad, they're going to get angry. We're coming up on 2024. We know what happens in election season. Woo. All the words are said, good words, bad words, and everything in between. But we know as Christians, we stay focused. We know as Christians, regardless who our leader is in the president's you know, office, regardless of what our local politicians do, we go and we love those who are hurting. We go and we spend time with nursing home residents. We go and we spend time with those in hospitals and jails, those who might not have family see them very much. We go, we look out for those in our neighborhoods, our apartment complexes that seem lonely, and we love them and we serve them as best we can as Christians. And so just know that we, uh, our job doesn't change no matter who the politician is that runs this country. Y'all know that. And so just summarizing our loneliness conversation, uh, make sure you go seek community. We need to strengthen our social fabric. We need to, you know, go out bowling again, I guess you could say. We need to be involved in the local church, but know that even the best things we do won't completely take away our loneliness because, well, we're not home yet, friends. We're not home yet. We are, we're not going to get too comfortable here, even though we want to be healthy, doing the right things. We don't want to get too comfortable here because we know we're, we're looking forward to an eternity with God, friends. And so if you're driving now, I want y'all thinking about that. Y'all, Jesus is going and he's preparing a place for us. Y'all, I want to th- I want you thinking about um, all the peace in the future. I want y'all thinking about the revelation scenes of everyone standing before the throne worshiping God. I want you to think about God wiping the tears away from our eyes. And we know that the pain that we go through now, the pain of loneliness, mental illness, depression, anxiety, uh, suicidal ideation, y'all. We got we got a lot of hurting people out there. It's not forever. There is an expiration date on that pain. And so we want to do what we can on earth to minimize it, but let let's not let all the earthly remedies take the place of our savior who is going to heal us for all eternity and be there for us our our friend our lord our savior our king jesus christ well friends that's been two hours right there from five to seven on this monday night i've been your host nate williams i'm so glad you joined us y'all keep on coming back mondays through fridays uh five to seven wxjc priority talk radio y'all remember the gospel Y'all remember who we worship, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And I will talk to you later. Y'all drive safe and have a good night.